When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. According to I'm Megan and I'm Sierra for this week's episode, Megan and I are back with another free-for-all book episode because we love talking about books. We love talking about books. In another life, we have a podcast solely dedicated to books, but in this life, we have this one. <laughs> um, so we have some different like talking points. Some are like more open-ended. Some are kind of like this or that type of things. So we really just like, we want to get pretty open and we're just going to see where the episode takes us we just want to get into like everyone's book opinions book hot takes whatever so like we have some stuff written down we also asked you guys on instagram if you had any like book related things that you wanted to share i left it pretty open-ended or tried to at least so you guys could just like send in anything related mm-hmm. to books um before we jump into the episode we al- we always like to start with our weekly spotlights so um i gotta be honest like life has been pretty just like I'm kind of just doing the same thing right now with having Vegas and all that. I guess, you know what? I actually do have one. Our little girl's night. Our that was my night, spotlight. I, I figured I was like, as soon as I remembered it, I was like, oh, we did kind of do something out of the out of the norm. Um, so this was actually our dad's idea because I guess he was thinking, he was like, you guys never get together anymore. It's like just sisters. And in my head, I was kind of like, I think that's probably true, but I also feel like we just, that doesn't change what we talk about when we're together. And we do still see each other pretty regularly. It's just like Haley has a baby now. She's married. So like we tend to, when we get together, like see her or like we have a dog now. So we've been bringing Vegas like mm-hmm. to places. And I guess that was not good enough for our dad. Cause so he was like, he, he orchestrated of, this yeah. whole girl's night where Haley, um, had Ashton watching Henry and Megan and I didn't bring Vegas. He was, our dad was obviously still there. So it was like dad and yeah. daughter night, but he was like, the daughters like, are together. Yes. Here. Um, so we did like a little hot tub night at his house on Friday night. And it was good. Um, Sierra and I have like gone used to his hot tub like a few times. And honestly, it's been hot enough still where I was kind of like, you know, it almost, it's not hot, hot tub season. Which like so, you would think it's October 1st or 2nd as first. we're recording this. Um, you would think it would be perfect hot tubbing weather. But this last week is like a last hurrah for like summer. it's like literally i swear 90 degrees it's outside. hot today it's, it is hot and also this i've been weekend, taking vegas outside i'm like oh my god you can stay out here buddy I'm yeah going inside. it's 91 right now even like this week we got 88 85 and then it kind of goes to like mid 70s and then a little bit colder and 70s so, are the perfect weather yeah when you have like i mean obviously you want to like go swimming go to a pool whatever you want like that 80s 90s temp but like on a day-to-day basis 70s are perfect hot um it was also really hot yesterday and yesterday our dad helped us put together a some like some lattice for our deck because vegas liked to go underneath of it and it was just like he cannot keep going underneath the deck because then we can't get him out um so he helped put that together and i was just like thank god you're the one doing this (laughs) like mike and i were outside like kind of 
hanging out with like him, helping out. But also I was like, you handing him things. Really At one point, Megan's like, oof, like this is like getting exhausting. And I'm like, we're not even the ones doing anything. <laughs> Our dad's like sweating up a storm, like trying to like push the stakes from the ground and like screw things to the deck. Um, so big thank you to our dad for helping us mm-hmm. out with that. Um, yeah, those were weekly spotlights. Got and some other news stuff coming yeah. up though. Um, Next two weekends, we're going to be busy girls. Yes. Jonas Brothers concert is in a week. We'll be going there on Saturday. I'm very excited. Have to figure out what my concert outfit feel will like be. It's on the agenda. It doesn't. Um, I feel like it's honestly more exciting now as their concert like tour started i was like that was all my tiktok for you page was and now it's kind of died down a little bit and Mm -hmm. so i feel like i'm like excited to like see all that stuff again in person because i haven't seen it you know yeah all over my for you page i also like we are literally like this is gonna be the closest we ever ever sat at a concert i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. so i like don't really like in my head know what that's gonna look like i'm like how close will we be to them i don't know it also makes me nervous like when you're on like floor level it's like i'm not like raised up so i'm just like kind of nervous but i also like i don't know we're excited though um and then in two weeks we'll be going to cincinnati to see maggie also excited because i get like some i took some time off work for that and so like get some shorter days and an increased vacation time get to go to a Bengals game which hopefully the Bengals will up there i know playing for us they're not doing too hot this season no they're not so yeah, there's three minutes left, and it's still 3-27, to 27, so. Have they scored more than three points in any of their games? Yes, there was one game where they only lost by three points, and it was like 27-24. Okay. And then they won their home white Bengal game. Anyways, um, Hawkeyes had a strong finish to the game yesterday. That was a fun, fun one to watch. Um, it's always like peak Hawkeye football, if you like don't know. If you've never been subjected to watching how we play, it's, like, defense and special teams, like, they really do their part. And then offense is always just, like, you're just kind of, like, rolling your eyes and praying they don't mess up every time they're on the field. Because out of our 21 points that we ended up scoring, or however, no, we did pass 25 points, actually, because I think Brian Ferentz met that goal. But it's, like, a majority of the points were from field goals or special teams or it's, like, a pick six and not offense our quarterback got hurt so i don't really know but it was still a fun end to the game because we actually like we're doing some things and a win's a win at the end of the day so hawks are now four and one can't complain about that and again in theory the rest of our schedule it should be easy but therefore we should like finish 11 to 1 but you know we'll hold our breath on that one which is also if i may say insane because like by that logic we should go to the big 10 championship most likely Mm -hmm. which i'm like how because the west division sucks so we'll see and then megan and i we've always toyed with like oh like would we go back to the big 10 championship i don't know i'm always kind of like you know playing it's a weekend away but then also like if we're playing like it will be michigan is who we'd be playing (laughs) or we'd be playing the college playoff contender I know, but then, like, knowing how poorly we did last time against Michigan. I know. And it was arguably a worse Michigan team and a better hockey team. I just don't know if I could handle it. Like, all that driving just for what? Yeah. Um, okay. I have, like, just, I don't know the best way to organize this. It might just be unorganized chaos, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Because I just have a list and. 
first let's start off with our current reads we can kind of just like get settled in that first and Mm -hmm. then we can dive into other stuff so i'm currently reading uh book of night by holly black i'm literally one chapter in so i have no thoughts on it at this point um but i do want to talk about uh the seven year slip by ashley poston poston um i love that book i gave it five stars and i've honestly it felt really good to give it five stars because um i'm always pretty comfortable giving like an emily henry romance book five stars like i just they speak to me but with other authors that i've been reading i'm just like i don't know like what it is for romance like makes me give it a five stars anymore and so i've been like i don't know but when i was reading seven year slip it was like when i first started reading it and like the love interest was introduced i was just absolutely smitten with him i was like i need to keep reading and then just like as i was reading i was getting the feeling of like okay like i cannot wait to like keep reading this and then finish it so i can give it five stars and so to me that's like the key and i also just loved it because in a way that is similar to emily henry's books where it talks about obviously the relationship but there's like so much more going on in the book besides that talked a lot about like self-discovery between the two people and i loved if you're unfamiliar with like the premise of the seven year slip um it's like they meet seven years apart in the same apartment and so this guy it's like this, the only place like it's just like the magical apartment yeah this guy like randomly you don't is know subleasing when. her aunt's apartment over the summer seven years prior to when she's currently living in it and like the apartment will like randomly just like send her back seven years and then like they meet talk fall in love whatever and so like because there's that time switch essence um going on there's like stuff that happens within the plot of like past and present like intertwining that i was like that is so cool and so i loved that aspect of it i enjoyed both the characters and i liked how um at the end of the day it was like rooting for them to like get get back to like finding their passions and like them supporting each other in doing that and like almost being the reason for them doing that and i just thought they're really cute together so that was my most recent read and it was a good one I am currently reading Recursion by Blake Crouch, and I'm about 25 pages into it. I just started it yesterday, um, but so far I'm kind of like I think I could, I could like this, and I am hopefully gonna be invested in the book and not have it take forever for me to read. She had um, decided that it was time to give uh, her romance books a hiatus yeah, for at least, least one book. I think I was um like at least like book four or five straight of like romance and you know, I just got that book not too long ago. I was like, I should read it before I forget about it. And I enjoyed Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. It's just like, it's challenging because for romance books, like I get more invested. So then like, I find like I take time out of my day to like set aside to do some reading versus for other books. I feel like it kind of ends up becoming like a, an end of the night type of thing. And maybe I'm tired at the end of the day, or I don't have that much time that I can dedicate to reading. And then therefore it's going to take longer for me to do. Um, if I have a book on my phone, then kind of like no matter what it is, it's always a little bit easier because then like I could pull it up on mm-hmm. like my Kindle app. But the seven it's year a physical slip. book. That's the other thing. It's like how much I was enjoying it. I literally took the book outside like while I was uh, outside no, yeah. with Vegas. <laughs> Vegas was being annoying. And so like the only thing that would satisfy him is was just like walking around outside. So Sierra's like walking around outside just like reading my book. Reading book. <laughs> but like I genuinely, because I finished it basically if not like the entire second half uh on like that last day that i read it pretty much the entire second half so that's a good sign when you're reading a book and you're like i must consume this book mm-hmm. um did i say that i was that i read fourth wing on here already yes okay 
so that's my book as we're recording this it's october 1st so sierra like told me this morning she's like it's it's threshing day it's threshing day and i was like megan hasn't read it yet i don't know what that means i will say for whatever reason i mean the fourth wing fandom goes hard they have like they're very active on tiktok and i don't know how my tiktok knows that i read the book but they know that i read the book now and so i'm getting so many like fan edits and stuff of all like the fourth wing stuff which is fine because i loved the book but i only give it four stars and i'm like this is how i know that i was like correct in not giving it five stars because i'm not nearly as invested as all of you guys like it's fun i will probably continue the series but like you guys you're in it and like half like they have like oh my god like that is so this character and i'm like who because there's like a lot of names in that book that i'm like i don't even know how you remember that character so that was my little aside for you know fourth wing loved it will continue it but i was correct in not it being five stars for me okay do we want to talk about like any upcoming books we have on our tbrs that we're kind of thinking will be coming up shortly or um do you have one top of mind um i just like i'm kind of trying to think of like the physical books that i know for sure i want to get to soon fourth wing is probably one of them because technically that was like a book i got for our birthday and then i also have a court of mist and fury is another one that i also just picked up so i'm wanting to read it to kind of like see where what happens with this series because like i know i'm on the outs right now of what everyone else thinks of these characters because like Mm -hmm. i only have the first book finished um so i feel like those are like the main ones um and then i have the abby jimenez happy ever after playlist and i think as far as physical books go sierra's like really a lot better about like she'll try just about anything and so a lot of times she'll like try different genres where i'm like i don't know if i maybe would have picked it up but she picks it up and then reads it and then like if she doesn't give it a glowing review then i'm kind of like okay well i'm not gonna read it yeah so there's quite a few books on our shelves that fall into that category where i'm like not planning on reading it so yeah Mm -hmm. it's like if there's any book that i give three stars or less like megan's not reading it Mm -mm. which is fine even if you give it a glowing review it sometimes takes me a a little bit to get to it you got to 11.22.63 relatively quickly after I was pushing it on you. For, like, how daunting of a book it is, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mom read it, like, the second after I recommended it to her. Mm-hmm. So I finished it, like, end of December. And I was, like, telling her, I think, around New Year's. I was like, you need to read it. And she was like, done. Like, done. Already finished it. She, like, read it on, um, like, it was an audio book. She gave it five stars, so. Um, when you were talking, you were making me think of something, but I don't... I had something on my list related to we're talking about reading books so I feel like this is an appropriate time to bring it up but we can talk about our personal rating systems of everyone I think most people follow like the one through five star rating mm-hmm. um but everyone has their own personal opinions of like what makes a book a certain star rating and so I've seen some people say like their average star rating is a three and for me I'm like, my average star rating is a four because I feel like I, I do a pretty agree. good job picking out books that I'm sure that I will most likely enjoy for the most part. And to me, like a four star is like, I had a good time. It was fun. I'd recommend it. And like, that's all it is. And that's why four can be the widest range for me. And like, it can be like just barely four where I'm like, yeah, it was good. I also, I do this thing now where I rate books on a Goodreads based off of like the first number that I give it. Even if it's, like, a 3.75, I will, like, put it down to a 3 just because I feel like in my head, like, obviously in my head, cared enough to, like, bump it down actually to, like, oh, it's a 3.75 versus, like, a 4. So, like, I'll always, like, do the 3 and then, like, 
write maybe like what I actually rated it in a little blurb sometimes. Because um, I used to be like, oh, well, it's 3.75. It's closer to a four. I'll give it a four. But in my head, it just works better the other way. Yeah, and you're like, it's not quite a four, though. Um, so like four is like, again, just liked it to like, it was so close to a five stars, but like just not quite. And like Megan said, I'll sometimes do like a four and a half or I'm like more a three and a half. To do that, like to give like a decimal, if it's part of like a series or related and I want to be able to kind of like compare it to said other book, then I mm-hmm. might like adjust my rating that way. Um, otherwise, like sometimes I get like close to kind of like a five star feeling, but not exactly. And so in that sense, uh, sometimes that's how I end up with my mm-hmm. 4.5. And we always say like a five star is simply a feeling. Like you loved it for whatever reason. Maybe you're like, I don't even know why I love this book so much. But like you get that feeling where you're reading it and I'm like, I cannot wait to give this book five stars. And if I'm questioning it, then I'm like, then it's not five stars. Like you have to just like know in your bones. Um, as far as like three stars, to me, it's like I finished it. You know, there's parts that were good, parts that were bad. Maybe I can see it like more for someone else than for me. Uh, but I will never like think about it again. Yeah. And I wouldn't probably like actively recommend it to anyone. Yeah. So for me, like books that I can think of for that was like, then she was gone. I was like, eh. Or like the guest list. I remember sticks out to me. Um, I just read what happens after midnight and I gave like a 3.5. Like it's just these silent woods. You gave a three. Yeah. That's the most three of a three book I could ever. Like if you want a true neutral book, <laughs> the silent woods. that one, um, true neutral. <laughs> like what <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the neutral good chaotic neutral, neutral yeah. yeah all that stuff we should uh but like categories uh, maybe it's like me talking out loud like before we do our graphics and stuff but we should do that like for a graphic post on our instagram like a chaotic kind of good tr- chaotic neutral could be fun could be kind of tricky because i'm it like what be. exactly does it mean but we could probably figure it out if you guys see that come to fruition you'll know that that started here the seed was planted um and then i don't like i only give like three and a half and four and a half as far as decimal readings you get a little bit more creative but like Anything less than, like, a three, it's, like, either a two or one. I've and never given a thing. one. A one, I wouldn't be finishing the book. Like, that's when I DNF a book. A two, I only give to books, like, sometimes it's upon further reflection. No, I think all of the books that I think in my head of now is, oh, I would give them two stars. I actually rated them, like, a three when I was done, but now I'm, like, they would be two. And so, like, the books that I can think of that I finished that I would give two stars would be Sharp Objects and 99% Mine. I would also give The Room a two stars. I didn't read The Room, so... A room. So, or did I say the room? I don't know. I would give room two stars. But otherwise, like, we're getting to, like, so low that, like, we're on the verge of, like, I'm probably hardly even finishing this book. Exactly. Um, I could talk about some of my DNFs because, like, I don't have any shame in not reading a book if I'm not liking it anymore. Sierra will, she powers through books, and I I applaud her for that. Um, But I just it's miserable for me to do that. And I was like, I'd rather just not put myself in a slump. So I, I wonder if my Goodreads would help me a little bit. I certainly know, like some are coming to mind anyways. Crime and Punishment. I I was shocked when you brought that home. You know why? Because it's a classic. It's a classic. And I was like, if either of us were going to like read a classic on our own time, it would be me. Because like you said, I'm typically the one that ventures out mm-hmm. into other genres. And I'm like, and I wouldn't even read Crime and Punishment. I just wanted to give it a chance and I made it like 120 to 150 pages in out of, I don't know, is it 500 pages? Maybe there were some skinny pages, like 
tissue paper pages um and like i just really part of it that's hard is like it was translated so the character names are really like they're i think they're russian but they're very like i hardly know who we're talking about because this name sounds so similar to this name and i don't Me really I know what's Red going Metal. on um so that was challenging part number one and i kept powering through and i kept powering through and then i just couldn't power through anymore it's still so sitting I in your night did now. not finish it i might bring it to half price books i was like one of these days we need to collect because our bookshelf's getting you know it's getting full i'm sure there's some books that we could part with and earn some moolah in return yeah i have also tried twice and have gotten not very far both times to read the moon is a harsh mistress it's a sci-fi book i quite literally cannot tell you what it's about i swear it's a different language when i read it because i can't make any sense of what the book is saying and like nothing's computing in my head when i'm reading it so for that reason i've been unable to finish that book so and i got i give it to ashton i think she said he, you get rid of it i was like you read this if you want we literally we were handing him books and we're like and you keep these do not get don't give them back to us um i three also body problem. yeah three body problem i have it on my tbr still because like it is a very highly rated sci-fi book and i believe like if it's not already it's being made into an adaptation of some sort and it sounds interesting and in theory but i think part of it that's tricky right now is it's also translated from a different language and so a lot of the names are hard for me to keep straight who is who and i kept reading it or trying to read it when i was like falling asleep so i got like 30 pages in but like had no idea what was what was being said or happening in the book so it just be have it'd have to be one where i just like i came back to it and restart and am in the right headspace for it um i have also dnf'd um breathless was another one that i was thinking of i got honestly like a pretty probably over 100 pages into that book it's a it was a book of the month book a while ago and it's about like climbing and like it's a murder mystery kind of book and i wouldn't say i wouldn't return to it and it more so just got to a point where i was like i wasn't hating the book but i just like wasn't interested in continuing it at that point so those are for sure some dnfs that i recall off the top of my head there's probably been more, but I do not remember. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Okay. What is your, do you have any categories on your notes of what you want to talk about? Otherwise we I could do at most anticipated upcoming releases. Iron flame. I think is supposed to be coming out in November. 
so that's when I so for my, sure like, know. my most most anticipated reads are honestly like books coming out next year probably more so than like Swift ones and coming Saddled out. comes out in April of next year um funny story by Emily Henry comes out sometime next year Abby Jimenez I was gonna look at the title has a new book coming out called just for the summer that's coming out next spring um caught up is by liz tom ford it's going to be windy city number three it comes out this month actually i just mm. saw october 10th so um that's one that i'm probably going to be interested in reading because i enjoyed the right move um i haven't read the other one but i just people don't give that one as good of a review so i don't know that I care to go read that one. Um, other ones. I can't even like think of any other books. You know what's interesting is that I don't know if this is like a thing in the winter of like people like releasing a ton of Christmas time like holiday rom coms. I'm like averse. I do to not want to read a holiday Christmas themed rom coms, or even like the like Halloween themed one. I just like I don't think I want a themed rom com. I just want it to. Be. yeah i think a lot of people love the vibes of their books to match whatever season they're in so it's like if it's christmas time they want to cozy up with a good like christmas holiday rom-com and i'm like i have no desire to do that like i don't know why but like thinking about reading about christmas time i'm like no i know i'm like you would think it'd be like perfect it matches the weather matches the vibes like they're in christmas like a small little christmas town like a hallmark movie but I'm not really like a Hallmark movie person anyways, so I don't really like want that in a book either. Um, okay. For TBR stuff, like that's all I had, at least like on my stuff that I've recently added. I have another thing that's kind of semi related to what we were just talking about. Um, with content that you watch, whether it's like T V shows, movies, podcasts, whatever, how does like the book content that you consume compare to other types of content because i feel like in theory you would think oh if you like read rom-com or if you like read romances maybe you like to watch like rom-coms maybe you like to watch like those reality like love island bachelor shows but i feel like for us and probably for a lot of people like there's different like we don't have a ton of crossover in the different Mm -hmm. content that we consume i feel like i really get most of my like romance genre if that's what you want to say like I that's my like reading that's what I do with reading and then honestly I don't watch a lot of rom-com movies at all um I just don't usually seek them out I prefer action or adventure mystery mystery, true crime like if we're talking like tv shows that's kind of like where I watch I'll watch stuff like that um certainly like a rom-com here and there like i'll watch anything at least a little bit probably and then in terms of like youtube youtube has been book heavy honestly and then otherwise like vlogs and lifestyle stuff usually and who are your favorite booktubers um my most consistently watched would probably be um sarah crowley I do watch quite a bit of Destiny and Haley Fam. And See, I, like, I watch Catherine. them three for, like, the book recommendations. I watch Jack Edwards because I think he's funny. But I'm like, I've and he likes talking about him books. less just because, like, I quite literally don't know the books he's talking about. I know. That's, like, the thing with uh, his books is I'm like, 
we don't have the same taste. But I, I still like him his on content. Goodreads. What? I follow him on Goodreads. I will say I did watch his video that he just posted where he like turned his library room into like an indie bookstore, <laughs> which was you know a pretty entertaining video. Uh, but he did have this is how you win the time war in that video and he said like you know he liked it whatever and i'm like i need to freaking read this book like for whatever reason like i'm just being called to read this book even though i'm like no it's like got like less than four star average on goodreads but it's short and i like the cover and like you said i could read it potentially like in a barnes and noble or something Mm -hmm. i don't even have to buy it unless i want to but i'm like i just i need to read this book and since i like the seven year slip maybe i like a little time what's it about bending i don't even know what um as far as i can tell there's like two characters who i think are just like known as red and blue or something and there's some like time war going on where they like are leaving each other letters and that's how they're communicating but they aren't ever actually like meeting is like all i know okay my next little section is kind of more of like a a this or that thing we can go on tangents if we feel so called but bookmark or no bookmark See, I had, because I was looking at this or that stuff as well, so I had other stuff as well related to, like, how you mark your pages. Um, First of all, for me, no bookmark. I go back and forth. I feel like recently I actually have been using a bookmark, but for a very long time I was just, like, not using a bookmark, and I'd, like, go put it in, like, what page I finished on on Goodreads. But I have these Barnes & Noble bookmarks one way or another and so i've been using them i don't even have any bookmarks i have one you could borrow if you wanted um anyways so i usually use goodreads or like i'll just remember what chapter i ended on because i'm usually someone who will pause at a chapter if i can um some other options dog ear i cannot i hate when people dog ear their books it just pains me drives me insane um propping it open where you just flip it upside down come back i'll do that sometimes like if i hold my place for like five minutes but i'm not leaving it there yeah i don't want it to mess my book up (laughs) some people like uh sarah caroli like always has like a pen when she's like annotating and stuff i feel like so i feel like she's always using like a pen to bookmark her spot otherwise for like hardcovers if it has a dust jacket on it that's another thing is like people are like do you take the dust jacket off or do you leave it i do I do hate the dust jacket, like, when I'm reading. It's annoying. What do you call it? A dust jacket. didn't sound like you were saying that. Uh, but I use it as a bookmark when I am reading a hardcover book. Mm-hmm. And so if it's, like, within the first half, I'll use the first flap. I taught you how to do that. And then if I get to the second half. Because I remember you, like, yeah. you were stretching it far. And you're, like, for, well, like, project or something. back one. <laughs> I was, like, you should switch to the other one. I was, like, smart. So I do that now. I honestly, like, don't have a whole lot of hardcover books that i read because i i guess fourth wing we just got that one it's hardcover i try to if i can i like don't like to buy hardcover but there's some things where it's like okay good luck waiting for that to come out in paperback so it is what it is and then once you like make a commitment if something's a series then you have to like commit to the bit for that series so i got the inheritance games in hardcover that's like the beginning of my Burke berg- <laughs> beginning of my book journey and didn't have any thoughts didn't have any thoughts and so i bought i think it was only in hardcover at that point so i bought it in hardcover and, and then, then one of like, the books like i swear it came out in like the opposite and then it's like you had to wait i don't know maybe i'm not remembering right 
I don't think that would be the case because usually if it comes out in hardcover, that comes out first. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder is one that we have like a mixed a mixed shelf. Yeah. Because it I think it's because in paperback. you bought it in paperback <clears throat> um, and it had been out for a while. So I think that they realized it was a big hit. So now they're going to make it come out in hardcover. And, and you're like, well, I need the run. next book in the series. And so you just bought it without waiting. Which I, don't, I don't particularly regret, but it's like they do this to, to make us yeah. pay more. But then I, I made the mental note for Emily Henry's books since I have all of them in paperback and I like to uh, display them together. I don't like when there's a mix and match of hardcover and paperback so i still have not bought a physical version of happy place i'm waiting until it comes out in paperback which i've seen some people saying like it's just like not going to which i'm like no it will i think it needs to don't tell me it's not um why wouldn't it i don't know that's bothersome um next this or that i have some more whoever wants to go um annotating or no annotating I don't annotate, mostly because I think it would stress me out. I don't annotate because when I'm reading, I just want to be, like, no thoughts. I don't want to, like... I know people who annotate, like, don't do it to, like, take notes. Like, they just are like, oh, I loved this line, and I want to be able to, like, come back to it. But I just have never wanted to do that. I don't do sticky notes. I'd also be, like, low-key self-conscious if I, like let some borrow like an annotated book yeah. and they're like why do they underline that true but i've just personally never felt the need to um it's like while i own this book and it is mine i don't want to like make it mine <laughs> i just want it to be like in pristine condition as much as possible mm-hmm. but more power to the people that like to do that because it takes work i feel like because it's mostly booktubers that we see do that obviously and I feel like, I'm not saying they do this, like, for the content, but I feel like it does level up their content. Yeah. Because you can see them, like, physically doing something as opposed to just reading. Because when we post reading videos, we're just clips of us reading, clips breathing, of us talking. Breathing, breathing, You know, breathing. Uh, sped up 20 times. So it allows more visual interest into their videos if they do that. Which, fair enough. Fair enough. Um... Let me see if I have another this or that thing for um, music when reading, yes or no. I really don't prefer it. I sometimes like um, a little bit, sometimes in the morning before work, if I'm like going to work out and I'll do like the hot tub before I shower, I if I'm reading my book on my phone and I like actually get around to like deciding to read, I usually have noticed I don't stop my music, but I might, like, turn it down a little bit, but But you don't, like, match your music to the vibe of whatever book. No. I tried doing that a little bit, actually, with Red Queen, um, for whatever reason. I think it was, like, I had just seen Sarah Crowley, like, did that in one of her videos, and I was like, let me, let me give it a try, because it was, like, my first fantasy book, and I was like, we'll just see what happens, and it was just, like, really distracting for me, so it didn't last very long. Yeah, I don't listen to music when I'm reading. It's not so much that, like, a distraction for me, but, because, like, we've, like, we sit in the living room, and, like, we read with the TV on I was just going to say, we do that, yeah. Um, But it's more so, like, how well am I able to, like, zone things out, and I can zone out the TV pretty well when I'm reading, but I feel like if I have music just, like, in, oh, my, right ears, in my ears, then it's going to be confusing, especially when it's, like, the it's music like, has, like, so such 
active words that they're saying. And it's also and I'm like, if read. it's a song that I know, then like, I'm actively like saying the song in my head or something, right. getting distracted versus like TV does not do that. So for us, no, no music with reading. Okay. Barnes and Noble or indie bookstores? This is, this is tricky because it's like, I really had like this newfound appreciation for some of the indie bookstores that we've gone to recently. I feel like what's nice is like you always know what you're getting when you go to Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. It's always like same kind of setup, same vibe. You know that we're going to have like all the options, but we have been trying to go to a few more independent bookstores because like as much as it's nice to have like the Barnes and Noble, like everything's the same, you know what you're going to get. A lot of these independent bookstores are like more unique and different things going on or like they have a little bit more style pizzazz in some of them and so that's been fun to see Mm -hmm. i think it's fun to like visit both places right now since i have like a lot more barnes and noble gift cards i'm more inclined to purchase something from barnes and nobles because then i'm not actually spending my money on it Mm -hmm. um but yeah we've been going to some more independent bookstores like bain said it's been fun especially like if you're going for like a really popular book then they're likely to still have it yeah so I know when I got, like, Red Rising in Seven Days in June at Beaverdale Books um, a couple months ago, those were, like, pretty popular books. And so, like, when I saw them, it wasn't a surprise. You just, like, can't get too niche, I feel like, when you go in there. How about, are you for rereading books, or do you feel like it's new books all the way? I am predominantly team new books all the way. If any, like, there are a couple books, though, that I would like to reread, which then gets into another thing that I have written on my list of like your holy trinity of books like what would you say are your holy trinity I would love to reread beach read because I've only read it once I can't think of a single book that I've reread and so beach read is at the top of my reread list I will say having only just reread a book for like the first time not too long ago like over the summer I reread beach read and it kind of was like it made me think like I should reread some other books like more often like I should do it more often just to like revisit some of those books that like gave me those like probably more so five star feelings but there's a couple four stars too where I'm sure I would enjoy reading them again as well um I feel like Emily Henry's books like are really rereadable rereadable um because if I were to like reread another book I feel like the next one I would do would be book lovers because it's I would honestly do Happy Place because like that was my next favorite Emily Henry book but I just read Happy Place for the first time over the summer I don't need to reread it yet um so book lovers it's been a little bit like longer so I would be interested to go and reread that and to see if any of my thoughts on it have changed at all or anything like that I also love to reread Project Hail Mary yes just because like I love the characters so much there's multiple times we've gone back just to like Especially if someone we know is reading it. Like, Maggie was reading it at one point. Um, and so, like, she would, like, put in Goodreads where she was at. And, like, Sierra and I would go, like, Look in the check book. out what part she was at. And it's just, like, ugh. We'd, like, scream, like, just reading lines again. So, I'm, like, clearly if I'm that excited, just, like, rereading a couple of lines. Like, I just need to reread the book. Which gets me into, we've mentioned two of my three Holy Trinity books that I've decided. Um, my Holy Trinity, at this point in time, is eleven twenty two sixty three. Project Hail Mary and Beach Read. I would say, hmm. Project Hail Mary is also going to be one of mine. Maybe 
if I'm not copying you exactly, I could do happy place instead of beach read. And hmm. it's another book that just really spoke to you. What do you, what's the book you think like this is, this is Megan's book. Any ideas? I don't know. <laughs> I can't decide your holy trinity. I'll have to think on it. Well, you, I was like, we'll let you sit on that. We'll keep going though. Um, what is your ideal chapter length? Literally like five to ten pages. That's the shorter the better. I pretty much every time I enter a new chapter in a book, the first thing I do is flip to see how many yeah. pages. I'm like, what am I getting What's myself the vibe into? of this book? Especially when I'm like trying to like wind like, it down. Honestly, um, love theoretically like kind of long chapters, like twenty page chapters. I was like, this is a little too much. My book now. I saw at one point I was flipping through trying to find the chapters and I was like, where are the chapters? It's like it'll split right, at least right now what I'm noticing it does. It'll like it has one person's name and then like we're in one time period and then like a few pages later it's like a different person's name but not like a full new chapter. It's kind of like a page break and then a different time period. But then when I flipped through later like towards the end of the book I saw it said something like chapter five. So I was like, oh, so if there's chapters they're freaking gigantic stephen king does something similar where there's like three ways he breaks up his books at least for like 11 63 since it was a freaking massive book it was parts and then within the parts there were chapters and within the chapters there's he like number breaks break. down like numbered sections of his book so it's like with that i was like just partly like just, oh i'm between section two and three in chapter five or whatever um but i just i love when there's you're reading a book and there's like natural stopping points more frequently because like it a if it's shorter it motivates me to read more because if i'm like getting ready to like wind down i'm like okay this next chapter is 20 pages like i'm not reading that right now versus if i have like four like five page chapters i'll be like i'll just read the next one quick and i'm like i could read about more pages yeah and then all of a sudden i've read those same 20 pages but i read it versus having not deciding to read it yeah initially i love short chapters love it's probably them. like from a writing perspective though it's probably difficult to like feasibly do that what to you makes up a good vacation book i think first of all it when, depends on what the vacation is whenever i see someone on a beach vacation and they're reading like a murder mystery i kind of am like this is not the vibe um i have you read silent patient at the beach I know, but it's like, now I feel like I would never. <laughs> Do you think it took away from your reading experience, though? No, I just feel like you need a beach setting at a beach. Okay, let's say, like, are we only talking about beach vacations? In my mind, that's what I go to, but I guess in theory. I do think whatever book I am deciding to bring with me on vacation, I would typically most likely bring a romance that's, like, light easy read probably in like a summer setting but i could see like if you also just like want to bring something like fast-paced and fun i could see how a thriller would be like a good beach read so i don't know what is your favorite reading setup i have that written down on my thing really i thought that was a good question my ideal reading setup is sitting in my room my lamp turned on, my lights off. Um, you would think that I would say like having a Coke with me. I don't need like a drink or anything to keep me occupied. I wouldn't complain if I had a Coke with me, but 
I don't need one. Um, I don't know. That's pretty much it. Cuddled up in my blankets. Vibing out. I... I might see my reading corner, which I haven't had the opportunity to use a whole lot since getting Vegas. Because, um, like, at night, I'll just, like, read in my bed. I feel like it's easier. But um, my reading chair, having now had it for a little bit and used, having used that reading corner, I'd recommend it. It's from Amazon. I don't know the name, and I don't know if it's linked anywhere. But I'd recommend it. Um, so as much as I love, like, reading on the beach, there's some challenges with that. You're not always the most comfortable. Sometimes it's like windy or it's too bright. And then you're just like not. It's not the best reading setup. It's not the most relaxing. You're having to like think way too hard about like mm-hmm. the situation. And then I mean I like I'll run on the couch plenty. But I feel like ideally I like being just like in my room and it's nice and quiet. I agree. Um next one on my list standalone versus series you know what i really love i love standalones that are like interconnected in a series but that don't need to be like a series that's probably like my favorite thing like it's why like with that and dusted i'm so excited for like the i don't remember something in saddled what's it called swift and saddled swift and saddled like i love that that's why like i'm excited for the next book by liz tom ford i just like really really like books like that because then if there's ones that aren't as interesting to you or you're not so sure about something in the plot like you've got other options i honestly feel like maybe i just haven't found like a series that like really really is like my series but like a series can be kind of daunting and more often than not like i'm just looking for a standalone mm-hmm. and i think that what some people like love about series is partly what turns me off from them like here i love a trilogy i love a trilogy i can commit to three books if i'm enjoying it you know it's enough time in the world but after a certain point like i just don't want to be in that world anymore mm-hmm. and like i want to read other stuff so i typically read mostly standalones and like i like when the story's wrapped up in a nice little bow and like it is done set it off like set it off to the side we're moving on i do like the interconnected series because it still has that finality of like this whole thing is wrapped up and it's done but you can enter that world again but you can go back in like that same setting meet these potentially like other characters that you've met before but like it's their story now you don't have to worry about the stuff that happened in the first book and it's like still a new story but within the same universe which can be nice if you enjoyed spending time in that world i feel like what's hard is like i'm thinking of like some of the series that we have read like the trilogies mostly um like a good girl's guide to murder i really did thoroughly enjoy that series and like i don't want to like there's not really anything i didn't like about it but it's just like it's a lot more daunting to like recommend something and be like this is a whole a whole three books but it's like i just feel like my heart belongs with standalones, honestly. Mm-hmm. Or like the inheritance like, games, it's kind of like I enjoyed that series, but like I feel like I don't really remember that. There's almost like so much more going on in like if you ask me to separate out what happens in the books, I could not do that. No, I can barely even tell you. I what don't happens. remember. It's just the vibe. Um, it was a good series. Like I would recommend it, but 
don't ask and then also now that we have like the brothers hawthorne i haven't seen like great reviews on that i kind of sometimes Mm -hmm. wonder if like then you just kind of like get stuck in that world a little too long and you're trying to like make yeah now i'm like if if i want to read that or not i've seen people have mixed reviews about it yeah um but then you also have like akatar is and throne of glass those are long series i know so it's like and it's daunting. daunting that's it is daunting and you've already like you know you've started your path like what's gonna be hard is i feel like this second book is going to like not really make or break the in. series but it's gonna be like i'm either going to be like be determined to finish this entire series now or it's going to end up being like i have no idea when i'm gonna get around to finishing yeah the series. and then you just have two books yeah in the series so that's kind of where i i just get i get nervous this episode is brought to you by la quinta by window your work can take you all over the place like texas you've never been but it's going to be great because you're staying at la quinta by Wyndham. their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead and after you can unwind using their free high-speed wi-fi tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book your stay today at lq.com okay next one on my list let's say we have someone who has not read we have listeners who currently don't read what is our recommendation for getting them into reading if they want to that can be like specific book recommendations genres they should try out um other tips um i feel like the best place to start is probably like if you have been seeing like specific specific books being talked about like a lot i think it's worth like just kind of like seeing what the hype is about Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's where we kind of entered in a little bit um but it's just like when you're on the outside of like you're like not a reader and then other people who are like they are readers you're kind of like what is like everyone talking about this book for and so i feel like it's at least like motivating enough to like get involved and if it has a lot of hype it could be for a good reason you could be like holy cow like this is why everyone was hyping it up so much and if it's not for you then you can always like try again with something else or do your own little little search now that you've kind of dipped your toes in the water Mm -hmm. i do think that if you have someone in your life who does read quite a bit asking them like what is a book that you think i would like would be Mm -hmm. a good starting point because obviously they're going to know you more than we know you and be able to provide more specific recommendations i also think it's worth like trying out different genres because i would say like initially like what i was at least seeking out was not what i usually read now i was like oh like i'll do some agatha christie like mystery because i was taking my you know content that i consume in other forms of media like tv shows movies i was like i like mysteries and thrillers and all that stuff so that's gonna be what i'm gonna try and read you know when i start my reading journey and i still like those books but i would say it's not what I most read at this point in time because I was like, oh, I read this romance and I liked it. And I read like this other book and I liked it. So you kind of have to like poke around the different genres and see like what sticks. Okay. I don't have any more of this or that. I was going to go to our Instagram and kind of like look at people's thoughts. Did you have any more of this or that stuff? Um... Not necessarily this, that stuff. Make sure you keep thinking of your third Holy Trinity book. Okay, I'll try to remember. Um, so we just asked for basically anything from you guys. Oh, I have another this or that. Plot-driven versus character-driven books. 
both. I feel like I need like plot. I need I something to be happening because otherwise, I at the end of the day, I'm like, what am I reading this for? If it's if I'm reading a book and it's been like 100 pages and I can't tell you like what mm-hmm. has physically occurred, as in like what has transpired, then I'm like, what is going on? That's why I really like struggled to give a glowing review of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, even though everyone loved that book. I just was kind of like, I did like that book. I was just more kind of like, what am I reading this for? Like, what's you're just like following the journey. And I was like, to what end? And see, I feel like that's not I think it was both character driven and plot driven for sure. But there was stuff that happened. I know. It just I don't know. Like to me, a very plot driven book was when I read um, A Gentleman in Moscow. Because I told you like physically what happened in in that book. It's that this guy like lives in a hotel or it was character driven. If I told you what physically happens in that book, it's basically this guy like lives in a hotel for like the rest of his life because he's put in house arrest. And like that's mostly it. And the rest of it's just like small little encounters that happen throughout the rest of his life. And some people love that, which is why they, you know, seek out character driven stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I need something like I like my character driven plot points within a largely plot driven yeah. book. Like, I love some, like, introspection, self-discovery, and all of that, so long as it happens in the background of something actually happening in the book. Okay. Now on to, I don't know, these are hot takes or what, but this person said that they read the ending first. I cannot. Why would I you some, ever do that? I can't I even, cover like, it up. Like, if I'm, like, even on, like, the end of a chapter page, I'm, like... I know my eyes like trying to like look down and like it's like when you're reading your your eyes jump (laughs) um I cannot read the ending first I will not do that um Colleen Hoover there's a couple I've seen one says she's overrated one said she's only good when you're first reading I actually so I saw that when I was looking at stuff and I had like a take because I had talking about underrated versus overrated books as something we could talk about and I think that a lot of people's issue is that Colleen Hoover's books are rated so highly and people who are like you know seasoned readers are like that's like how is that even possible Mm -hmm. and I think it's because she attracts so many new readers that like think about everyone when they first read a book for the first time again and they like it they're like five stars yeah so like that is Colleen Hoover 99% of the time is that she attracts these new readers and it's kind of like especially if you're like going like you haven't read a book in years and all of a sudden you find yourself finishing a book within like a week let's say and you're like i never would have thought that i could do that so like this must have been an amazing book like because her books are so fast to read so i feel like when you first start reading again that's what you have is like this has to be like a five star then i loved it mm-hmm. and i'm not even trying like i've got some Colleen Hoover books like i most of them i've if given she came four out with stars. another book like i'd probably pick it up too if it sounded interesting but, like, now having read other books, I can see, like, oh, I actually prefer, like, this to, like, my romance books. And, like, that's a five star to me mm-hmm. versus what I thought was five stars. It's not five stars anymore. Yeah. And so, like, as far as underrated versus overrated for Colleen Hoover, like I would give say her credit where credit's due. probably overrated, like, in the grand scheme of just books and romance and all that stuff. But, like, for a new reader, like, she is the perfect gateway. Like, mm-hmm. She was our gateway to romance. Right. We wouldn't be here without her. So here's a good one. Reading multiple books at the same time. Yes or no? For me, no. For me, usually no. But I have actually done it before and it's not as confusing as I thought it would have been. Um, 
I feel like I was mostly doing it where I'd have like one book Megan that was like heftier to get through, like maybe physical, and then I like needed something on my Kindle as like my escapism still because I was trying to avoid reading stuff. I can't even remember which specifically, like which books I was doing that with. Well, Crime and Punishment, you were doing that. <laughs> oh, and then I DNF'd that book. So, Megan, you know Megan's going to DNF a book when she starts doing a dual read and then she's like, I'm like you okay. know, I'd rather be reading something else. Um, I just feel like I get too, I'm either like, I'm too invested in the one book that I am reading that I want to finish it and I don't have time for another book or it's like the opposite where I'm like, I need to get through this. Like no distractions. Mm -hmm. I think part of it too is like for me, I like being able to like check off a book and like get another book read on Goodreads. And so the easiest way for me to do that is just like to read one and then check it off and then read another and check it off. What would you say is your, like, ideal length of time? Like, I can finish this book in this many days. Um, My ideal or, like, what I usually do? Either. I feel like if I am finishing a book in a week, I'm usually pretty pleased with that. I agree. Sometimes. Given enough time, happening. before we got a dog, I could finish a book in three days. Yeah. But now we've extended that out. Yeah. Even a week is hard. Seven years slip, though, I read in, like, three days. So that's, again gotta shout it out um what for you like if you can think of underrated versus overrated books what to you is like an overrated book we'll start there um tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow <laughs> that's fair um even like i almost want to say akatar just like given I certainly didn't think it was, like, five stars at least from the get-go, but I'm also, like, I'm hesitant to say that because I know everyone says the second book is the best book, so I'm, like, I like, like, being held hostage or something. Um, so maybe Akatar, I don't know. Um, what's, like, another, like, really hyped book that I feel like I read not that long ago? Me being, like, Goodreads, I have to pull you up. You, If you have any in, in your head that you are thinking of. I don't want to say like fourth wing is overrated because I feel like I still thoroughly enjoyed it and I can see why people loved it. Um, but to me, like in comparison to like all the other books that I've read that I've like given four stars, it's pretty on par with just like, yeah, it was good. Like I liked it and like I'm not quite to the level. Room. Oh, yeah. Room is the most overrated book I've ever read in my life <laughs> because they made it a freaking movie. The movie is probably better than the book. Honestly, it has to be. What about underrated? Or Daisy Jones and the Six, I kind of think is like overrated a little bit. But I feel like it's just like not my preference of like what I want in my books. And that's why I like haven't read a whole lot of Taylor Jenkins read. So what were you saying? Underrated for you. Most underrated. I wonder, can you sort on Goodreads like by Goodreads rating or like by you worst? You can. I don't know if it sorts it by worst average rating and then i have to like scroll all the way down to the bottom right i would guess so okay give me a second and then i'll have to see if i also rated it poorly or not okay the lowest average rating for my good reads that cannot be true this is saying 3.84 is the lowest average rating i've read on good reads Anyways, yeah. The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle is what it is. And I gave it three stars, although, yeah, I just gave it a three stars. 
it was just like a lot that book is a lot it's i like confusing it. i like i appreciated it but it was also just like so long and so mind-bending that i just was like left confused at the end of the day i just remembered a book that i was gonna say was overrated for me i have two then she was gone and sharp objects oh wait this is definitely not sorted by i feel like goodreads doesn't do that very well like the technology is not very 3. good 3.3699% mine but i also rated it pretty low so then she was gone i just will never understand the hype that it gets because it's arguably like one of the most hyped domestic thrillers that i see people putting out there and i'm like what was thrilling about it like you read it and i won't give any spoilers but like you read it you read literally one sentence you're like oh like you know what happens pretty close to the beginning of the book and then it just gets revealed like by the end of the book and i was like well then i already knew that i thought it was obvious like you just did some such obvious foreshadowing i'm all for like a little foreshadow but there's moments where you're like oh well obviously they want me to know that in the seven year slip there was like foreshadowing where it's like oh i'm supposed to pick up on that and know that but and then she was gone it was like well clearly i wasn't supposed to like pick up on that enough to know that that was the twist you want to save the twist for the end. Anyway, I wouldn't recommend the book. And then Sharp Objects, I hated and felt gross after reading it. Just like, ew. Would not recommend it. Makes me so interested in what that book is because I just, I hear that and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You should read it and give it a shot. Um, I could see Misery also being one that I would say is overrated. Just because it's one of, like, Stephen King's most highly acclaimed books, I feel. And it was, like, just okay for me. Um, someone said that they, this isn't, like, a hot take, but they said they walk around slash pace while they're reading helps them remember things better. We've been doing that more since we've got, got Vegas. Because, like, sometimes if he's in one of his moods and if all I want to do is, like, try and read a little bit of whatever book I'm reading... Then I need to like stand up and walk around so he doesn't like bite my book. Yeah. So I've started to get a little bit better at that. Keep doing those because I think that's all I have for my list of stuff. So we'll just finish off with your guys' input. Someone said, we already kind of talked about this. When my book is getting to an exciting part, I slam my hands down on the parts I haven't read yet. Yeah. You have to like control yourself. How often like, when gonna... you have a book or when you're reading a book, do you have like a visible reaction whether it's like shock with a plot twist or like if you're reading a romance and you're like kicking your feet like oh my gosh that's so cute like how often or can you think of like a time when you had like a reaction most recently because when i was reading seven year slip i was like opening my mouth like this is so cute like just i know with love theoretically there was at least one point which i can't remember what part where i like was actively like put my hand like on something to like avoid any like spoiler i don't even know if i ended up being what i thought it was going to be or not because i don't remember the part that i was doing that for interesting for love theoretically i cannot think about what that would be <laughs> um uh, it was either that or seven years slip but in my mind it was like recent so then i would think it was that one um are you someone who likes to try and guess plot points in books not even said and i honestly i just am hold on so this person said, the ending of Love in Other Words is 1,000, 10,000% more toxic than every summer after. Toxic? Yeah. It's like I know the endings of both books, but I'm also like, 
I feel like for like every summer after, as much as I enjoyed that book, I also was like the ending. I was like, I don't know how I feel about the ending. And then Love in Other Words is like, I love that book, so I disagree with them. Um, hot take: reading in the morning is better than reading at night. To be honest, how do you read in the morning? Huh? How do you read in the morning? We've been reading in the morning because Vegas is making us get up so oh. early. I haven't been reading in the morning. If I can, sometimes I have been. Which, to be honest, it's kind of nice. Or like you've been reading some, you read sometimes in the morning in the hot tub. Yeah. It's kind of, you just are like, hmm, who would have thought I'd be reading in the morning? You don't have as much time to read usually, but I feel like it's. Sometimes it just makes me sad because I want to keep reading. I'm like, oh, I got to go now. Yeah. Um, someone, this person sent him a lot at the end. They said, if the male main character is blonde, I'm closing the book. (laughs) (laughs) If a male main character is described as being blonde, it's in one year or the other. He is however I picture him. Yeah. Um, They also said, watching TikTok edits after reading a book is a must-do. I don't do that often, but I feel like... Fourth Wing has been showing up on my for you page, like, against my will. (laughs) Are there, like, common people who, like... Akatar, like, a little bit... Uh, popped up on my like my for you page it's a lot of fan art mm. do you ever look at fan casting of people in books yeah to like picture it do you do it before you're or, like while you're reading or after you're reading um it'd probably be after i feel like i usually do after i will say during seven year slip i was like i wanted to like picture these characters so vividly because i was enjoying it so much i tried to look it up like during people on the covers um is ugly i also agree I hard agree. If it's real people, I like the little, oh, yeah. little cartoon people, drawings. Some people hate like that. I know, like the romance. I like the cartoon drawings. I like That's it. my classic. Like, what else are we doing for... I know Colleen Hoover's like aren't like that, but to be honest, I don't love her covers. So. Like, Abby Jimenez's color covers and like Emily Henry's covers, I love them. Me too. Um, checking Goodreads reviews before buying a book. I do that it's a 100, must do. 10 out of 10 times. And if it's a romance with less than a four stars, I have a hard time saying I'm going to pick it up because. So, like, it should not be that hard for, like, a nice, easy romance to get four stars. Yeah. Unless especially everyone's if it's, like, rating a new system is so off. But especially if it's, like, a new release, because then, like, you know the people who are, like, most highly anticipating that book or that author's release, like, are going to probably, like, skew it towards the upper end. So, if it's less than that already, fat chance of me picking it up. Um, that's basically, that's mostly it. So, we'll finish off with Megan's Holy Trinity. <laughs> Let me at least go to my five stars, because I feel like it has to be... Do you think it would stars. be another romance? See, that's like, something else? I kind of, with like like Holy Trinity, Trinity I like be... don't want it to be, but I feel like, I don't know what other rating I have for like five stars that's like a different genre um I feel like I might do the summer broken rules because I do really highly enjoy that book it's why it's a little different I also feel like it'd be that'd be another one where I'd be like oh it's worth going to like reread that book to see what I still think of it all right well so it'd be project till mary happy place summer broken rules there you have it hopefully you guys enjoy this episode we love doing these book related episodes 
and we like when you guys uh request them if you're watching on youtube make sure you subscribe to our channel comment down below any of your thoughts um i said subscribe already if you're listening make sure you rate our podcast wherever you're listening and we will see you guys or talk to you guys next thursday bye, bye.